It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. What's up, Reds fans, and welcome into another episode of Locked On Reds. This is the Monday edition of the podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. I'm your second-hand expert for your Cincinnati Reds, your only daily podcast source for the oldest team in Major League Baseball. As we are ramping up to season number 150, the entire team has now reported to Goodyear, Arizona for spring training. And we're going to talk about Joey Votto a little bit on today's podcast, some of the comments that he made and some of the different insights that he gave to reporters into his game. Also going to look at some other things, news and notes and things like that on this Monday episode. But before we get to that, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Also, look us up on the web at LockedOnReds.com. We've got some new writers that will be incoming this week, getting, you know, working on getting them onboarded and all that good stuff. And we'll have content churning out on the website here before spring training games start, because that is this Saturday. That's right. We are less than a week away from the Reds and the Indians kicking things off in Goodyear, Arizona. And we've got some baseball coming. It's going to be fun. But getting into Joey Votto's interview that he had and, uh, you know, there are reporters around his locker there in Goodyear, Arizona, as he reported to spring training, um, he had mentioned... You know, he stated the obvious that 2018 was not up to his expectations. He was frustrated looking back on it. The the level of his performance was not to what he had expected. You know, everyone's talking about the power numbers and how he only hit 12 home runs, and that's definitely worth pointing out. But 
he even mentioned, he's like, I don't remember the last time that I didn't hit 300 or at least 300 and hitting lower than 300. He's like, you know, maybe if I hit 285, but I got 35 home runs, then, you know, maybe that's okay, but that wasn't the case. And so he looks back on that and he was just displeased. He, he made this statement and this is in response to some questions. And in fact, he really shot it down quite quick whenever someone brought up the question, you know, after you got hit in the knee with the baseball and he almost cut him off. He said, no, said that had nothing to do with it. He said he'd heard, you know, some folks bring up the idea of maybe his back or something like that. He's like, I felt fine all year. I felt healthy. And, you know, he had this quote that um, he kind of rolled into after denying that it was anything to do with health reasons. He said, every season more or less just happened. I don't know. It's hard to speak on with, you know, it's hard to speak on this without sounding arrogant, but it just always happened. I performed at a certain level. I always met my minimums. Last year was a bit of a shock. And he, and he went on to say, you know, he was comparing himself to Yasiel Puig. And, you know, he mentioned he's like the, the Reds went out and they got him. And he bring him in. He's, he's a heck of an athlete. He's a freak athlete kind of guy. Joey said that, you know, for guys like him, you know, guys like Joey, he's like, I'm not a freak athlete. So I've got to be about details. I got to be about preparation. But he said last year, mechanically, he wasn't there. He said there was just something off and he never quite caught up to it. And C. Trent Rosecrans, you know, asked him, he said, in years past, was there a point where you just knew you're like, okay, you know, I'm here, I'm back to the level that I want to perform at. And he's like, yeah, you know, usually in April and stuff, there's something that happened, you know, it just kind of clicks for me. He said it, there was never a point last year where it clicked. And he said, you know, looking at April, he, he talked about a statistic called barrels. And I think that just means, you know, whenever he gets a lot of the ball, he said that that didn't happen I think he said only but once in the month of April. And he said that was super concerning for him. He's like, you know, I, I know everyone talks about home runs and RBIs, but even just for me and my preparation, when it came to the type of contact I was getting, he said it, it was not up to my standard. And it's something that he has been preparing for all off season. He even mentioned that in years past, when it came to his – off-season preparation that he would do kind of, you know, the baseline level just to make sure that he kept his body ready, that he wouldn't get hurt or anything like that. He said this year has been completely different. Ever since the end of the season, he has had an off-season training regimen. He's getting better. And in fact, he made the statement. He said, you know, last year just wasn't up to my standards and the low numbers and all that stuff. He said, it's not going to happen again. And when Joey Votto says that, you can take that to the bank. I mean, we I, I kind of joked a little bit with James Rapine on Friday's episode. We were talking about Joey Votto that, you know, maybe he, he wakes up. I bet he got home after the season was over and just wrote on his wall 12, the number 12, for home runs. So he saw that every day. I could see him doing that just to motivate himself to be better this season. And I, I didn't have any doubt before hearing this interview. And, 
you know, if you haven't heard it, definitely go check it out. It's only a few minutes long, and it's kind of funny. There's some country music on in the background there in the locker room, so it's not a completely silent interview space, but Joey was super candid, you know. He was he was like, I last year was not up to my standards, and this year is going to be much better. And just hearing him say that, obviously, he is a very smart dude, probably the smartest hitter, and I, I have no fear of saying this, probably the smartest hitter in the franchise history of the Cincinnati Reds. And just he knows what he needs to do. He's going to have a much better year this year. He's going to bounce back. Don't have any problem, you know, saying that. So I, I'm excited. I was glad to see this interview and really happy to hear from him. Glad to see all the different guys reporting to camp and all the awesome videos that are being taken there. And, you know, we've got our first game coming up here in a few days, so I'm looking forward to that. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back from the break, I've got some news and notes to talk to you about here on the Monday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You're listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. In the first half, we talked about an interview that Joey Votto had as he reported to spring training and talking about optimism for his 2019 bounce back performance. I was also looking, I saw that Bleacher Report had posted something about the odds makers have released their, uh, you know, their numbers on the chances uh, for each team to win their respective divisions and the NL Central just as just just about anyone has said is quite a tight knit race um the lowest odds for a team to win the central is 7 to 1 that's Pittsburgh at 7 to 1 the Reds are 6 to 1 to win the division Brewers are 3 to 1 Cubs are 2 and a half to 1 and the Cardinals are the favorites, but they are still just above two to one to win it. So even the odds makers don't know what to make of the NL Central this year. It's a, a tight group. I mean, at the end of the season, we could be talking about just a handful of games separating even first to last in this division. They're going to beat each other up. It's going to be a fun season to watch here in the National League Central Division. I did also see, and this is just a real quick thing, but I saw on Twitter not but a few moments ago that the Royals have signed Drew Storen. So seriously, the the Royals are really just kind of picking up whoever was on the Reds in the last couple of seasons. But they signed Drew Storen to a one-year deal. He's coming off Tommy John surgery. 
and they say that he's fully healthy, so he may get some pitching in there this year. On a lighthearted note, and you know the the story itself isn't very lighthearted because there were reports that they were talking with Adam Wainwright in Cardinals camp, and he was talking about the possibility for a player strike coming up soon. And, but the reason that it's a little bit lighthearted is that Joey Votto was asked about a possible player strike coming up. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to take that opportunity. If that happens, I'm just going to go backpacking through Europe and find myself. And someone mentioned on Twitter that that would be a great TV show idea. And I'm totally with them. I'd watch that to get me through the strike. But just seeing Joey Votto backpack through Europe would be phenomenal. But he's always got a great outlook on things like that. And I always enjoy listening to his opinions on different things because I think while they are well thought out they're also a little bit sarcastic and a little bit of humor to them and I can definitely appreciate that in anyone and also a lot of talk I mean it it really started early last week with reporters asking David Bell how he's going to structure the roster going into opening day and you know there was more details more thoughts that he had about that over the weekend someone had asked him how many pitchers he thinks he's going to carry and 13 seems to be the number that he's settling on so we may be talking about just four bench players you know four bench positional players for the Reds so they're all going to have to be very versatile and I really wonder what that does for Kirk Casale I mean for lack of a better word we almost considered him a lock to be on this team and I know I did but the only other position I've seen him play besides catcher, he played a little bit of first base last season. And, I mean, I don't know, he was okay in a pinch. But I think that would be something that they would look at only if they were in a very long extra inning game. I think it'll be uh, interesting to see how they employ Michael Lorenzen with that theory. Because if you're going to carry 13 pitchers and you place, you place a premium on flexibility he's got the ability to play the field I mean he was drafted he was an outfielder at Cal State Fullerton before he was drafted to the major leagues and folks have said that he's got the ability to do that and just reading all the different stuff coming out about Michael Lorenzen was kind of fun to look at after talking about Red Lucas last week for Throwback Thursday and that there were a lot of coaches back when he played that tried to convince him to switch back from being a pitcher to being a fielder. So I I kind of thought that was funny thinking about Michael Lorenzen in the same light. But I really think even then he would only be a deep, deep reserve in the outfield, again, something like Kirk Casale playing first base, they would only use that if the game went super long. At least that's my feeling on the matter. I definitely don't see Michael Lorenzen starting a game in the outfield, as fun as that would be. Just not something I see happening. But thinking about those four bench spots, as it is right now, You've got six outfielders if you count Nick Sinzel. If he ends up being that center fielder that we all hope he can be, you've got six major league quality outfielders in Puig, Sinzel, Winker, Matt Kemp, Scott Schebler, and Phil Irvin. 
you you can't carry all of them because then that means that three of your four bench spots are all outfielders and that's just not going to work because you're looking at a dude like Alex Blandino or Kyle Farmer who is a utility infielder who could help the team in that regard or Connor Joe who there's been a lot written about that they've put him behind the plate getting reps at catcher trying to increase his flexibility positionally so I wonder who that leaves out. I could definitely see Philip Irvin starting the year in the minors because if they're going to carry 13 pitchers for most of the season, then you're not going to have guys like Philip Irvin or Mason Williams or um, I was just thinking of names that we've seen up in the last season, Patrick Kivlahan, guys like that who are very limited in their you know the, their speciality and how they can play because yeah sure they great good they can play the outfield but most of them are just corner outfielders or like in Patrick Kibblehan's case he could also play first base but you've got Joey Votto there who while he's probably not going to play 162 games this year he's not going to miss very many games either and they've got plenty of dudes who can slot into first base with no problem so I don't. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. That will be one of the many things I'll have my eye on throughout the spring training games is how the bench players on the bubble perform. But we have a few days left until that begins. We're going to keep up the spring training coverage this week on the Locked On Reds podcast. Make sure you tune in each day for another update and keep getting excited, Reds fans. We are close, not only to spring training games, obviously that's just six days away, but I think now the countdown's down to like 37 days. I haven't looked. Okay, I looked. It's 37 days until opening day. Make sure you get your tickets. Uh, I know soon they're going to do the early ticket lottery draw. I think that's on the 22nd is when they're doing that. I'd have to double check on that one, but make sure you're getting ready to get those tickets. Also, uh, on a Locked On Reds note, make sure that if you've got questions, if you've got thoughts, feel free, absolutely call in to the Locked On Reds line. That number for the line, you just, you know, you leave a voicemail with your question, your comment. Shout out to Mark from Prestonburg, Kentucky. He was our first dude to leave a voicemail. I really appreciate that. He was talking about how enthusiastic he's feeling about the season. And I'm right there with you, Mark. It's going to be a great one. But make sure you're leaving your messages there on the Lockdown Reds line at 513-549-0159. And like I said, I'd like to create like a mailbag segment or something of that nature that we can just talk about things, you know, bring up some good topics. I know some of you guys have brought up some really great topics on Twitter that I'll be exploring here soon. Um, Some of them are requiring a little bit more research than just a few minutes here and there. So I'm building a little bit more of, you know, content for those questions. But I really appreciate all of your guys' input. I really appreciate your download and your listen. It's been a fun time doing this podcast, and I am so psyched for this season to get going. You're listening to the Locked on Reds podcast, the only daily podcast for the 150-year-old Cincinnati Reds. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. I will talk to you tomorrow, Reds fans. See you then.
Hey Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.